cousin Mark, you're here. I am here on our podcast, Space Trash. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you. I was just thinking about what we're about to talk about, and I have so many questions. Oh, well, ask, should we, should we first tell our listeners what we're talking about? Yes, this is kind of what, I mean, you got to set the whole scene, the whole stage. Okay, I will set the stage. Um, <laughs> not, not today, Tuesday, when we are recording um, May 31st, but on May 24th? That's, that's math, right? Anyway, that's math, that checks out. Yeah, I... Um, got to see uh, one of my favorite drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, oh. Ben Creme. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was that you answered one of my first questions, which was, mm. did you know this drag queen ahead of time, or how did you end up there? So you did know her. Yes, um, because I guess. Should I go to my love of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is a which is a path I never saw coming in my life, <laughs> if I'm being honest? Okay, interesting, interesting. I, I mean, I guess I never thought that I would be interested in it. I didn't. It didn't really seem my style. Okay, I, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. How did you, did you just, like, start watching for the hell of it? I a boyfriend at the time. Who, okay. That's when I really okay. started watching it. Um, he introduced mm -hmm. me to it. And the first couple episodes, I was like, eh, this is okay, I guess. I don't really know what's going on. But by, like... <laughs> The fifth episode, I was like, love okay. her, hate her, her outfit's terrible, she had a bad week, and I just got very emotionally invested. I was gonna say, you got in on, like, the cattiness and the bitchiness and the drama and, like, the spectacle. Hell yes. Yes, I love this. Okay. And um, so, from season six um wow where ben de la creme uh de la is her is her shortened name i saw that i was reading a little bit about the show because you texted me but i didn't appreciate first of all just the fantastic name right ben de la creme and also you're ben so it's like it, there's so much there it worked out very well. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, the show was phenomenal. She's hilarious. Oh, I generally, they're all different types of drag queens. Like some are very outfit oriented. Like they need to have the best outfit. Some have the best makeup. Mm, okay. And then there are just the comedy ones. And, and those are the ones I tend to love the most. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, they're all very dramatic. And do is there singing or it like what's the? So on 
on the show RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. um, they occasionally sing for challenges. They have like a challenge every week and eliminate one of the queens. Oh, okay. Got it. Until there's one winner. Um, but um, so in these challenges, they they compete and they're judged and there's usually a bottom two. Okay. And those two have to lip sync for their life. <gasps> oh my God. So a song will play and they will both lip sync and dance and <laughs> split some crazy stuff to the song. And they don't get to pick the song. Like it's just a yeah, surprise. They know, they know ahead of time what the song is, I oh, think. Okay. 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 So sometimes they don't know the words, but. <laughs> wow. Okay. So this Ben de la Creme, she, did she win on the show? Well, <gasps> I mean, I can I spoil it for you? This is old news. I'm going to yeah. spoil it for you. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Season six, she came in, I believe it was fifth place. Okay. And, out of how many? Uh, I think out of... 12, 12 or 14. It's an even number. Uh, okay. All right. So not a bad spot. Yeah. And then on, they have a spinoff series uh, called Drag Race All-Stars. <gasps> okay. I think I've heard, that's the one I've heard of. Yeah. So they bring back the queens that didn't win. Aww. And have them compete. So she was, Ben Dela was on All Stars 3, and she was doing amazingly. Mm -hmm. But part of the thing of All Stars is if you win the challenge, you have to, you have to send home another queen as opposed to RuPaul doing it. Oh, ouch. Okay. Interesting yeah. twist. And that kind of got to her oh my gosh so one of the weeks she won she eliminated herself oh my goodness i just got like the chills yeah wow was everybody stunned oh yeah <gasps> i want to see that and like i want to see that one wow it's... so wait when was this what year was that what year was that? Um, well, right now they're on. Like that was. So this was All Stars three. So maybe like four or five years oh, ago. Oh wow! So she really started a following that way. I bet ya. Yeah, I mean, definitely from. She was uh, the fan favorite from season six. Oh. She's, okay. Okay. Yes, and I will say, from seeing her live, I'd wanted to see her live for a long time, mm -hmm. and it was it was fantastic. She did sing. She like wrote original songs. Oh my god! And it had like a whole little skit. It was basically a one woman show. Damn, that's a lot. This is like. That's like a 
once in a lifetime. How did you end up seeing this thing? Like, who did you go with and where was it? Uh, it was at the, where was it at? Uh, Union Transfer is where it was at. Ah, uh, that's a cool venue. We saw, we saw the Revivalist there once. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a really cool venue. I think, don't they have a huge chandelier that looks like an octopus? I didn't notice it, but I wasn't looking at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I swear I took a bunch of photos. It's like the room before you go into the room with the stage. Like it's over the big bar. Okay. They... But yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm sure you weren't looking. Up, if they but... don't, they should. because. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a concept. It was pretty wild. We were... I guess waiting outside you into like the stage area. Mm, okay. And that must have been why <laughs> as people were talking, I was just one my eyes were wandering around the room looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> um so very good spot. And you just went with a bunch of friends or uh yep, I went with my friend Alex, who I bought this ticket back in I think February or something. Okay. Because I was like, I want to see this. You locked that down. Friend Alex, will you go with me? <laughs> said, yes. And then, and then he moved <gasps> uh, and came back for this show. So shout out to Alex. Oh, Alex. We're like moved far away. He moved to Jersey City. Oh, okay. I mean, I've heard of it. I don't know exactly where it is yeah. but same <laughs> same <laughs> well that was really cool that he came in for the show yeah it was so good and oh man that's so cool yes it was uh the show was called ready to be committed yes and, and there's it a, was... it's like a wedding theme yes. yes it was all about marriage and it was it was nice. I feel like I've been to so many weddings recently. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's the perfect um, theme for you specifically. Right. As an ordained <laughs> minister. <laughs> was there a, a wedding that actually took place in the show? Well, um, it was kind of set up around like, oh, this is going to be my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> goes through the trials and tribulations of planning the wedding, finding a groom. <laughs> That's um, the part I loved when I was reading about the show. I was like, oh, she's like, you know, start to finish with the whole thing. She's like setting up the wedding as she's looking for a groom. It was just so, so funny. So witty. The, um, I liked this description and says it's a relay race to the altar as De La Dodge's pervy grinder suitors, bitchy wedding cake toppers, and the errant arrows of Cupid himself. Yep, that's that is exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Join the blushing bride as she tackles the pitfalls of love, marriage, and romance in a limited engagement about the limitations of engagements. It was perfect. Highly recommend. I believe she's in the UK now. 
What a life. What a freaking life. I mean, talk about, you know, and it's almost a, a great segue too to like once this episode airs, it's the kickoff of Pride Month, but it's like, talk about creating a life on your own freaking terms. Yeah, for sure. I like, and just to be an artist in so many ways, like comedy writing, songwriting, outfits, and... Yes, the whole drag culture is its own scene. Yeah, and it's it's blown up because of Drag Race. Mmm, yes. I think you're right, because I feel like it wasn't as... Or maybe I'm thinking, speaking I terms <laughs> for myself. Like, I didn't really know of of the importance of drag queening to the drag queens themselves. Like it's very emotional for, for a lot of these performers. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing what they do and just to be a queen must be a wild ride. Emotionally mm. and yeah, totally. Otherwise. And it's, it feels almost like in a certain way when I watch them, I don't even know how I was, or I don't know what show I was watching. Somehow John and I stumbled upon something. I don't know. You know how you're like flipping around and you stop on something? Yeah. And I don't know what the show was, but it was drag queens and it was their behind the scenes and then it was like their, their, um, official show like in front of their family members and i think two of the drag queens had their daughters up on stage and like it was so loving and accepting and just like so diva like it was so i mean the makeup and the hours that they spend with the costumes and the whole persona like taking on a whole new persona truly i Mm. I now watch a lot of makeup stuff because of drag queens. Oh my God. I have any interest in makeup. You don't? Because I will tell you, man, I could watch people doing their makeup all day. It's like a Zen experience. It, it is fascinating. Like I could not recreate it at all, but I could watch Trixie Mattel all day just <laughs> I gotta look this person up Trixie Mattel like the Barbie doll yeah that's so good I love the names they have such good names if you type in Trixie Mattel automatically comes up on Google oh yeah <laughs> that's how like amazing this person is wow yes Wow, this is yeah. wild. It's wild. It's a wild, wild ride. Like, what do you even do before <laughs> and after seeing a drag show? Like, what do you even do with yourself? That's a good question. Um, like, how do you come down off the high of that? I don't even know. I've been to. <laughs> Julie, still... how many have I been to? Wait, what? You've been to multiple? Um, well, this was the first one. No, wait, it's not the first drag. 
like official drag race queen. I saw um, another queen whose name is Sasha Velour. <gasps> okay. Um, and then there are a few like local drag queen shows that I've been to. Really? At the bars and whatnot. I was thinking about that because you are not a bar scene person, but am... drag show, you are there. <laughs> and I'd love to get to more. Um, I, I want to support my local drag queens. And Well, if you ever need someone to go with you, I'll go with you because now your local is my local. Hell yeah. Yeah. I would love it. I would love it because the, no one's going to take me to one. No one's going to recommend one to me. I'll get you. I'll get us in the best one. We can do a we can do a brunch. They have drag queen brunch. No, they don't. That's pretty cool. I will make an exception to my sort of I'm lackluster about brunches. Ah. What? Well, let's let's get into that. What what is it about brunch? <laughs> not to be real but that is kind of our show how weird is it that i'm not a brunch fan it's just i'm a really big um fan of breakfast i love like i think the brunch thing is i can't drink coffee after 12 noon oh and so it's on this cusp of like i can't or I can drink coffee and like, I don't like that feeling of like straddling. I like breakfast time because then I can have like the whole pot of coffee. It doesn't matter. And then I think also like it used to be like, it's a lot of, um, I don't know, for some reason it feels like it's a champagne event mm. and I champagne always would give me a headache, but I would feel like it was the thing to have. Mm -hmm. um maybe this is more <laughs> my fixation on beverages i don't know <laughs> um i just didn't it, it always felt like brunch was trying to be something else oh not quite breakfast not quite lunch yeah so it was like it, and it felt like inevitably if i wanted more lunch foods they would only have more breakfast foods and vice versa like i felt like i was constantly being disappointed oh. i don't know i mean maybe also it was because every like it was like brunch used to be a rarity like a thing that was rare and you did once in a while and then somehow it commercially caught on and everybody was brunching all the time and you know it was like first it was special occasion then it was every sunday then it was every sunday and saturday and it was like can i please just not go to brunch <laughs> but you couldn't like if you're in the city everywhere you went you were at brunch yeah wow that's a good point <laughs> no i mean that was just my interpretation so anyway brunch was is not like something that I would normally seek out. However, if it was a drag queen brunch, that would probably, I would just want to do that because that's got to be something to see. I'm sure it is. I have not been yet, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we'll make it happen. We can do it. And um, yeah, I, I, uh, I would be down. I would be down to do that. 
And just creatively speaking, my my topic of the week is just that, like creating something. Like I'm working on my third uh, revision of my manuscript for my book. And it's like the resistance is real. Like when it's when it's really important that you work on something that means so much, you just have all this resistance to doing it. Yeah. And so when I hear about these creative humans doing, like, committing to doing a show, I know how hard that can be at times. Yeah. Does it also kind of inspire you when you see something, like, go to a show? Yes. It makes you want to be creative, right? It totally does, and it makes it, like people are out there doing the thing that they love and look how phenomenal it is and look how infectious it is. Like when you see someone doing the thing that they're passionate about, yeah, it's inspiring and it's good energy. I like infectious creativity. Yes, exactly. So I'm trying to share like on my blog and on Instagram little bits of like, as I'm working on the book like what it's like working on it you know because you're you're so used to seeing like and I published a book and here it is it's like oh but there's so much that goes into it yeah because you've Um, published two poetry books yeah the self-publishing was a whole different animal plus poetry was different than memoir that's true Like, it's a lot, this is a lot of editing that's new for me, which is really cool. And I'm, I think that's the other thing. I do love learning it. I love learning it. And you can only learn it if you do like all the work that you don't, you know, like it feels daunting, but you have to just slog through it. So so that's in my brain right now is a little bit of. Like, like the different, there's a difference between procrastination and resistance, I think. But at the moment, I couldn't tell you what that is. Because it's like, I had this one day where I had to do one portion of a thing for the book proposal. And it was like, man, I cleaned my bedroom, I sorted my laundry, I cleaned the bathroom, like... Oh, I was just resisting it. But the whole time I was doing other things, all I could think about was what I had to do for the writing. Yeah. Alternatively, if you do need to clean your house, just start writing a book. (laughs) I love that. That's so good. (laughs) That's so good. That's really good. That's exactly it. If you need to do chores, (laughs) decide to like write a screenplay or something yeah just do what you're most passionate about and you won't (laughs) want to do that (laughs) i posed that on my instagram this morning i was like oh the thing that you want to do the most is the thing that you will resist the most and somebody commented it was such a good comment and she said um she's like i think there's always part of you that is so afraid of failure And that's what that resistance is. It's like the part of you that is, oh, I know what she said. It was actually more fascinating than that because she said there's part of you that wants to protect yourself from failure. 
yeah. Isn't that interesting? So the resistance is this part of you that is trying to actually protect you. It's not necessarily a mean or cruel or bad thing. It's yeah. just this feeling of like, oh, like, are you sure you want to put in all this effort? Because you're going to be really disappointed in the end when it doesn't go your way. Oh, wow. Mm. That's mm. I thought that was a really good observation. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, commenter. She's fantastic. The Sober Elephant Chronicles, she goes by. Her name's Kedzia. She's a phenomenal creator. She does those things. You know, people are really big into making reels now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing, it seems to me. I mean, I big into the sober community because I like to like see what everybody else is up to and doing and talking about so mm -hmm. I don't know if it's I think it's something across the board maybe it's like um, even in like the self care self love whatever but people like they don't say anything they just kind of dance around and point and then words appear next to them oh yes what is that? Is that called something? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a TikTok trend. Oh, maybe that's what it is. They're doing them on TikTok and sharing them also on Instagram. Yeah, I feel like all the social medias are copying each other. Yeah, they're all bleeding together. Mm -hmm. So that's where that comes from. And that's news to me because I don't, I'm not on the TikTok, but I am a little bit sick of them, to be honest, some of them. Yeah, sometimes I just want to look at pictures yeah well you know what else it's like can you just please put up all the words because i don't want to have to watch a five minute video and wait for them to come up and i'm like and then i start getting distracted because i'm like how did you make that video without the words there and you just sort of dance around and point mm. i don't know yeah. how they do that's a lot of work that's a lot of work yeah it takes a lot of pre-planning to be like okay i'm gonna point here and then here yeah, and then they'll do like a little, they'll like stick their hip out and then words appear next to their hip. And then like, <laughs> I, it's all very choreographed and really, um, really intense. I'm, I'm a fan of like the old school. Like I just post like words or a picture. Yeah, I feel like that should be an option for Instagram. Just words and pictures. I mean, I'm a writer. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be yeah, that's an not... entertainer, if that makes sense. Yeah. that's We love creativity in all its forms. Right. That's it. Don't and you to... take what you love and you mm -hmm. leave the rest for other people. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. And so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at also, I think... It must be, well, I don't even want to say it's an age thing. I had a question for you about that. Oh, sure. Um, do you ever get tired of this whole idea of, like, the generations? Like, hmm. people call, like, like saying, you're the, the millennial is this way, the generation X is that way. The Gen Z is another way. Yeah. 
Do you I, think we're a little too heavily focused on that and people are a little bit more nuanced than that? For sure. I do think it has applications. I like there is something we said like we should listen to the younger generations in maybe ways that we haven't in that older generations haven't or like mm-hmm. we communicate mm. wait can you say that last part again the ways we communicate and just what we value and values that's so good yeah yeah just i feel like even i was talking to my mom today and about about some political things okay and it kind of came down to are we arguing about like do we agree and we're just using the wrong semantics mm. and it's yeah it was it's interesting i think we both learned a lot that's so great i love hearing that yeah that you were able to hear one another and yet also still both express your opinions. Yes. I like that. I'm going to go forward with that perspective, that there is value in it. And, you know, maybe I'm just seeing too much where it's, it is like combative or talking down from one generation to another or the bad parts about the generations, as opposed to what you're saying, which is it's a chance to understand each other's values and then you're able to communicate in ways that you can both respect and understand. Yeah. I mean, Gen Z, they're the worst, but... (laughs) (laughs) Gen Z. I like... Oh, I love them all. I love every generation so much. They're all great. I just... They all have their pros and cons. We'll, I'll say it. Yeah, because, I mean, of course, right? I, and uh, they're so, they're so, I wonder too, like, they're so vastly different from one another. Because, like, like our culture and our social media, like, changes so fast. Yeah, and I think... That's kind of part, as a later millennial, I feel like it's part of just keeping up with rapidly changing everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, that didn't happen in the, in the older generations. And yeah, that's true. The speed. Yeah. Just cause we've had to, we've had to stay hip with everything. You got to keep up. You got to make these videos with the words and the, the gesturing. <laughs> if we don't have enough TikTok followers, then how are we ever going to get get this podcast on Ellen? You know what was interesting, actually, now that you've said this? I was reading this article today about... Um, I'll, I'll be quick with it, but... Like there's all these openings for being for running school boards. So local elections going on across the country and they're getting politicized. So like 
right wing Republicans are funding um, the campaigns for people to run for uh, school boards and the Democrats are like, oh, wow, that's important. We should do that, too, because there's so much importance around what we teach our children, who gets to decide that. Right. And so this article was saying one of the the tricky parts these days with all of this extreme polarization of opinions from the right to the left is because if because you can get on social media and spread your one opinion so wide so quickly so like the right the right will say we're running for school boards in whatever wisconsin and they'll talk about their strategy and then that you know the right across the country sort of adopts that view and then fights for it. And they were saying like back in the day before social media, somebody might have sort of right-leaning opinions and run for a school board and tell whatever that community, but that message wouldn't spread so quickly. So as the message spread, it would have the ability to be changed and sort of tempered by other opinions. Like as people would talk about it at the dinner table or with their friends or whatever, it just didn't spread so quickly, Mm. if that makes sense. But now they just put something up on social media and everybody shares it and they just get passionate about it without. So it kind of jumps over that discussion period and just becomes like, we're all doing this. Yeah. It is insanity, this entire country. Yeah, it's it's tough to talk about one issue at a time because they all start sort of bleeding together. Surely, right? Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't just talk about drag queens. We had to. <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> we did it. We, we had to get into brunch and we went from brunch to generations. I I apologize. That's my fault because I wasn't organized enough to have topics ahead of time, and then I just talk randomly. Oh, not at all. We're just, we're having fun here. This is, <laughs> this is a safe space. It's a safe space. A safe space trash. A safe space trash. That's it. That's so lovely. <laughs> Do we have the other things that I had written down was just Pride Month and, um, oh, <laughs> this is so random. I was going to ask you how things are going at the lake house and also if if you have any like nighttime rituals, like are you a nighttime ritual person and have they changed since now you live alone? Oh, um, like, you know how they talk about how it's good, like for your psyche and like winding down, you should do certain things. And my thing is always ice cream and Netflix and then sleepy time tea. And then I watch the, my phone and then I fall asleep. <laughs> That's a good one. I, um, what do I do? I brush my teeth. I put my phone on charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a person who listens to ocean noises. As yeah. I sleep. yeah, yeah. But do you have anything like that has to wind your mind down before that? Or do you just like watch? TV or do you read or like what's your like how do you disengage from like the 
mental hurdles of the day and then be like, now it's time to like calm down and go to sleep. I feel like I don't have that at all. Really? Yeah. So you could, on any given night, you might be do, doing anything. Yeah. I mean, wow. I'm, I just sort of start, sort, yeah. I sort <laughs> of start to get tired and, and then I'm like, ah, that's, that's what bedtime is for. Wow. And is it always the same time? Um, usually. I okay. range from the 9 to 10.30 area. <gasps> Me too! Yeah, it's a good hour. It is. It's around the 9th. It's between 9.30 and 10.30. Yesterday, after our big family Memorial Day bash, I was so tired. I was too. It was a weekend of just random good times and heat and partying outdoors. And I was just beat yeah it was it was a great exhausting weekend a memorial day weekend to remember it really was and i feel like now summer has officially begun yeah for sure because mm -hmm. it's it's hot enough sweet lord it was really hot today it, too yeah. hot i don't appreciate it being 90 already yeah, that's a little suspicious. <laughs> but, alas. Like, like, 70 to 80 is perfect for me. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm outside, and it's warm and nice. Yes. And it's not oppressive. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think that's why I like spring, and I feel like maybe we didn't get spring. <laughs> spring has gotten shorter. It's, <laughs> it's like you have a month of allergies. <laughs> yes. It's 90 degrees. <laughs> and when you finally, when your eyes finally clear and you stop sneezing, you realize it's 90 degrees. Yep. So that's fun. But we're lucky because we have a pool that we can all go to. So that's a blessing. We do. Very yeah. lucky. Very fortunate. Very fortunate indeed. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, let's see. We did. I, I got to talk about drag queens. I'm pretty yeah. good. Uh, Pride month. I, so the Pride Parade for Philadelphia is Sunday. This Sunday? I believe it's this Sunday. Okay. And I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. Are you serious? You have to win the prize. I don't think I've ever known a human to go to so many weddings. Truly. It's it's the post-pandemic. Oh. Oh, we're finally having our wedding. Weddings. Oh my gosh. Now, do you have a role to play or do you get to just attend as a guest? I am a spectator. And... <gasps> Are you excited? I am excited. I bet. It's like you can just go and be a guest and no pressure. Yeah, I should bring popcorn. You should. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I hope that you have a great time. Is it local? Is it going to impede on your plans to attend the parade or you don't plan to attend the parade? I will attend the parade. Nice. Yeah, I'll be coming back Saturday night. Okay. Resting and then parading 
not I'll be watching people parade. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. I hope it's a good show. It's gonna be a beautiful day. Yeah. How how many degrees? Ninety? No, I think eighty. Oh. I think eighty with partial cloud cover, so it won't it should be perfect. Love that. Love it. I love that for you. The best case scenario. What's the best thing about Pride Month and the worst thing about Pride Month? Ooh. Ooh. I feel like I want to ask you that because maybe there's like assumptions people make about what it should or should not be. Hmm. I guess the best thing, I guess the best thing is the parade. I've only been to one Pride Parade. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And it was 2019 before in the before times. Oh yeah, remember them? Yeah. And it was it was a very good time. Mm. Went with very dear friends. Nice. So. Yeah. Is it in <laughs> is it in Center City? Yes, it is in what is what is known as the Gayborhood. Is that near where Frank is? It is. Nice. Yeah. I wonder so what he's, he's up to. I need to ask him. Maybe I'll go down and hang out at his house. Yeah. We're all going to crash at his place. As as a gay man, it's my right. During Pride. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> You're like, I put up with a lot of shit all year. <laughs> we get one month. <laughs> <laughs> gonna barge into any relative's house I want. <laughs> and this is where I want to be today. <laughs> I'm sure he would love to have you. Maybe yeah. for brunch. <laughs> oh my god. Um that's cool. I've never attended one. Maybe yeah. I'll make arrangements. You never know. You never know. Yeah, it's because I guess being op- openly queer in an openly queer space, mm. it's just like, oh yeah, this this is normal. This is right. This is how it should be. Mm, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then worst thing about pride. Ooh. Yeah, like, is there anything that straight people do that's annoying to you? Or to the gay, (laughs) I kind of set myself up there. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I know one thing a lot of people take issue with is what is known as corporate pride. Okay. Is this where corporations don the persona of a supportive? Right. They'll put up a, they'll put on a rainbow logo for the month. Yeah. 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 All while still donating to people who aren't making our lives any easier. Yes, that's the thing. I think a lot more is becoming apparent about you say one thing, but we want to know where the money goes. Yes. Show us the money. And I feel like this happens for women during Women's Month or whatever they give women. Mm-hmm. And Pride Month and black history month and it's like what 
what you're saying isn't matching up with the society you're actually helping to build. Yeah. And on the one hand, it's saying when you walk into Target and there's a pride section, it's mm. like, oh, even corporate America is catering to us now. Which mm. there is something to be said, like, okay, we're mainstream enough. Huh. But That's then a really the... interesting perspective. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, before it was, you would never see anything like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, representation is great. We just wish that the in the back end, the money was going to the right places. And we can't always guarantee that. Yeah. And the freaking laws. Yeah, for sure. Because that's what governs people's lives and safety and livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll be paying attention this Pride Month to see what goes on. Please do. And we have more Pride podcasts coming out. Because um, how many are we recording this month? Is it just the two? Uh, what goes on? How many other Tuesdays are there? <laughs> Actually, I think there's two after this, uh, but one we're on vacation, or at least I'm on vacation. Oh, well, I have to make an appearance. <laughs> you might have to show up at least for Tuesday. I, I may have to. <laughs> so we can connect via our cell phones from different rooms in my beach house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Was last year live from the beach house? I think it was. We Was it? Did we? <laughs> I think it seriously was. Did no, it... you didn't come last year, did you? Oh, did I not? Did you? June, I don't know if you were there in June. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't there for Tuesday. It was a crazy last two years. Like, covid times actually and then we got through covid times and got covid the second year right <laughs> that that was last year i know yeah. that for sure i ended that vacation pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> that was so sad let's not do that again yeah yeah let's we're all vaccinated well we're all boosted right you were boosted once i'm boosted once i'm hearing more and more people getting the twice boost yeah that might be the next move for me oh because really? i got so i was uh, what was i pfizer for okay. the first two yeah then i got a moderna okay do i try for a johnson johnson to get the <laughs> To get the triple effect. <laughs> I don't even know what happened to Johnson & Johnson. Like, are they still in the game? I don't know. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they were like, well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> then they just, like, left the, they left the race. Yeah, I haven't heard. Maybe they'll make a comeback. Could be. I don't know. I guess I would, I, I would get one. I don't know. I think I can't. I think we're eligible. I think all adults can get a fourth if they want it. Let's. We should do it. 
We probably should. I always wait for Frank, cousin Frank. If he gets it, then I get it. Okay. Because he's like the science guy. Yes. Get and him I was. Have him I was... What to do? We do, we do need a guest appearance. I feel like we, we need we a guest appearance. We haven't had a guest in a while. We haven't had a guest in a while. I think we should do it. Um, I did text you and cousin Val about Bo Burnham. Did you see that? You did. Uh, I need to watch it. I know. I'm going to find it tonight. Speaking oh. of nighttime rituals, I think I'm going to track his stuff down. Oh, yeah. We're getting there. Oh, one and last it's... thing. Yes. But I don't know if I should bring it up. Did you hear this noise about Dave Chappelle opening for John Mulaney in Ohio? I did. <gasps> How did I forget to text you about that? I don't know. Did I text you about that? Did you? I I don't know, but I was like, what is happening? Yeah, this is uh things are getting interesting. Not happy about it. I really was shocked. And the wild thing is, right, like Val even said, you can't bring a cell phone in. So there's no proof. Oh. I mean, but people wouldn't make it up. But I mean, there's no video. But what I had heard was that Chappelle opened and the people attending were completely blindsided. Didn't know. Oh. And then he made these completely inappropriate jokes as he's been on the hot seat for mm -hmm. um transphobic and i think you know derogatory towards lgbtq and then after he was done john mulaney like gave him a hug and then thanked the crowd for being welcoming to him oh oh huh so I was completely disturbed by that. Yeah, that's that's, that's okey That's a big problem if it's true, because people were like, first of all, I would never have gone to see John Mulaney if I knew I was going to have to sit through that crap, and yeah. second of all, a big um, section of Mulaney's fan base is is um trans or you know queer spectrum and i think it just sounded awful yeah that's that's not a good look mm -mm. and i was willing to like still you know be i think john mulaney's hilarious mm -hmm. you know like i think he's a genius as a comic but more and more it's like who actually is this guy yeah it's like you can't idolize anyone no that's it that's it but i mean i'm still gonna watch his special when it comes on netflix but yes i want to know i want to know how this is all gonna play out yeah we shall see well on that note <laughs> that that, I swear, was all I had. Yeah. I had a couple of randoms in there. Thanks for playing along. Cousin Allie, what's the good word? Oh, what is the good word? The good word is... Um, oh, I had it yesterday when we were at the swim party. You did. Oh, 
um, my tutorial. Oh, yes. And next time, maybe next time we'll get into the tutorial, the tour of all the tattoos that I have and why I have them. That I'm really interested to hear about all of them. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, let's see do... them all, of course. I, yeah. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. I, I have, they're all in very visible spots. Like they're on my arm. Mm -hmm. But I, I know you've told me in passing, like, this one means this, this one is this, but yeah, I'd love to get into them. Let's if get into the a, stories. The if two you have a new a new take on it from like when you got it versus now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find we'll find some interesting backstory about each one for sure. I think I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seven now it's a good amount it's a good amount that'll get us through seven weeks <laughs> <laughs> the riveting tale no i mean obviously some are more interesting than others but so that's my word that's my good word which is my setup for future episodes how about you i feel like I've I've been slightly taking notes during the podcast because <gasps> I'm trying to be more organized. Oh wow, that's awesome because you're you're gonna do the caption for this one. Oh right, I am. <laughs> if you're up for it. I, I may need some help, but mm -hmm. one thing you brought up earlier was infectious creativity. <gasps> Ooh, it's that's a good one. Yeah, and I think that like, in order to make good art, you have to view good art. Mm, that is so true. There is definitely a cyclical nature to creativity where it's like you produce, but then you also need time to take it in. Yeah. What a joy. That's such a good one. I love that. And it's the perfect full circle moment because the drag show, I'm sure, was just infectious creativity all around. It was. I'm I'm getting a wig. You're getting a wig? Oh my god, I love wigs so much. You know I love wigs. Do you oh. know I love wigs? You do have wigs. We... I've spent obscene amounts of money on wigs. Yeah. Next week I'll be in full drag. No yes. one will be able to see it, but I can do makeup if you ever need it. I love doing makeup. <laughs> I picture you in green eyeshadow. I can actually picture that in my mind. Uh, may maybe next Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hold your horses there, lady. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, I hope you have a great two weeks, everybody. We'll see yeah. you back here. See you back here and uh, our outro. Wash your hands. Wear a mask, uh, get, get another booster if you want to, and we love you. <laughs>